Hey everybody, welcome to Torch the Tavern. I am your youth master, Jameson Oxford. The energy's real good today. Gonna call the cops on that title. <laughs> I mean, I'm probably sooner call the cops on yours, but... <laughs> I'm calling the cops on the person to my left. That's very rude, considering I just blew up a rock, but that is Ryan, back again as Roy, and I want to blow up another rock. <laughs> to my left... You want a rock? Yes, I am to his left, which I totally did not forget about. And I play Bobadopolis, the wonderful dwarf. Don't worry about the machinations of my mind. Just worry about the burning tumbleweeds before me. There really aren't enough half-dwarves in the D&D books. There's half-orcs, but... My next character. I'm gonna be a half-dwarf. I'm gonna be that awkward height of, like, 5'1". Yeah. Like, too tall to be a normal dwarf, but too short to be a normal person. But who are you now? Oh, I'm Mitch, and if you will join me again this week on a wonderful episode of How to Whack Your Weeds, I'm playing Bruce, and I will educate you on the finer details of beating the shit out of tumbleweeds. Who's Bruce? I thought he was playing Barry, guys. No, Bruce does the whacking, Barry does the lifting. Come on, man. We decided he has to be Bruce, because Bruce has dad advantage, and dad advantage definitely applies to mowing yeah. the lawn. Right, sorry, I apologize. Get it together. And you are? And to his metaphysical left is Dylan, who is very youthful today. But anyways, uh, I'm back at school. Truly safe. I'm in a better mood. And I'm here to save the day. You're welcome. And help uh, set up a rock for Ryan to explode. Yeah. And to my left. To his dark corner of your mind is Jeff. As always, playing the gentleman, the skeleton, Mr. Grimm. And I'll tell you what, I don't mind this tea. He doffed the hat. But I'm getting real tired of sitting in this room. It's good that you brought that up. Before we begin, though, I would like to say we've been doing this for a year. And last few times I've been peddling our Patreon, but I realized this week that the truth is is that I don't really want your money. If you guys are listening to us, that's all I ever need from you. We love the fact that you're fans. Truth be told, the best thing you can do for me more than anything is to rate us on Stitcher or Spotify or... Apple Podcasts. Yeah, whatever you're using because your viewership is all we need. And if you can get more like you, then I love you. It's really all. Straight from the heart, I love that you're listening. Thank you. Absolutely. The rates and reviews bump us up in the numbers. It's more visibility for us, guys. Yeah, that is by far the best way you can help us. It requires no money. Just give us a rate and review, and it'll help us get higher in the in the ratings. That being said, we want your money, too, though. Calm down. Your rogue is showing, dude. <laughs> rate, share, fucking subscribe, follow, do all of it. We love that you're here. We love that you love to hear us, and we're going to keep doing it. And if you want to pay for stuff, fucking go ahead and do that too. We love every part of it. Thank you for listening to Torture the Tavern, and we're going to bring you some more excellent content every week. Also, don't forget, if you want to talk about us on Twitter, our boy Ryan moderates that very well. And if you use the at TTCast hashtag. It's at Torture the Tavern. I, I don't Twitter. But no, like, let's get a hashtag, you know? We've got a hashtag, it's Torchlit Tavern. <laughs> Is it Torchlit Tavern? Okay, yeah. fine. Uh, yeah, hashtag Torchlit Tavern. You know, tell us what part you liked or which character's your favorite. It's Roy. It's Bruce. It's definitely not Dylan. It's Granlin. Hashtag Gelatin Skeleton. Gelatin Skeleton. Hashtag Gelatin Skeleton. It's a veal, but she doesn't care. And if you get bored... Don't forget, you can also interact with us via the Facebook page, Torchlit Tavern. Several of us moderate that, and we will respond to you in character, out of character, via meme. It's a grab bag, but you'll get something. Something. You never know who will respond, but we try to tag who we are speaking as. Because sometimes you get a message from the DM, sometimes you get a message from one of the characters. Hi. Very true. So, back to the action. We last saw Bop and Bruce... On fire. They're standing in a puddle of fire. Bop, you want to roll d6 fire damage again as all these twig blights and the assassin vine that you're fighting? Another three damage as the blaze kindles amongst the tumbleweeds. So two damage plus three damage means that every twig blight on y'all is burning to a crisp. 
As everything sort of turns to ash, y'all should take that fire damage as well. Yeah, I haven't. But there's still a dude in the vines, and you guys should handle that. He should also take three damage. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Thanks, dick. You hear a yell from the shrubbery. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not roasting on my own over here. I'm so sorry. Bruce. Sorry. Barry reaches down, and he just picks up the burning man by his leg, and he hoists Bop in his other hand. He lifts him as well, if you will. Put me out, man! Put me out! Roll a strength check against the creeper, because it is still alive. It has more hit points. Oh, I mean, I'll lift them both. Okay, so you just drag the... Yeah, I just lift everything out of the fire, and then step out of the fire. Okay. You step your way over in front of the portal, and from the woods as you're doing this, the creeper kind of lets go, makes a weird screeching sound, and then disappears back through the rift. It just sort of tumbles away like a tangela. Because as we said, these are, these are all basically like dead tangelas. And as it goes by, you see a well-dressed man in blue sporting tiny antlers, like little tiny deer antlers, step forward, and he just sort of like watches the thing go away, and then he steps through the portal and kind of looks at both of you kind of side-eyed. And he's like, excuse me, I was hoping you could help me with something. I'm looking for my master. Have you met Lord Grimm? Ha! What? Back up in the second story. <laughs> As we all cringe slightly inside. <laughs> <laughs> so back on the second story, Daedalus is moving forward. How much damage have you taken, Roy? Like, 20-ish? Okay, he tosses you a couple of health potions as he goes by. He's like, here. How about a spell potion? <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, like, I've got limited magic, man, here. Use these first. Alright. And he goes over to Dylan. Dylan, you look like shit, man. Dylan pulls out a cob pipe, stuffs it with tobacco, lights a match, and goes, Yeah, I've taken a solid 35 out of 63. <laughs> he hands you three potions, and he says, Drink these, like, now. Thanks, bud. Go ahead, because it's what I'm used to, and I get to make up potions. Just roll 2d8 for each one of these. Got it. And he goes, I knew that I would find you guys at the heart of this. Like, when we got the message from the school, I, I thought to myself, you know who's going to be there? You guys. Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong, but... uh, I feel very typecasted. How about you? <laughs> thanks for the red potion, but... I could really use some blue potion for the Dovahkiin here. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I don't even know really what you're talking about. But he pulls out a little bag that's like struggling. There's like something inside of it. And he's like, have you seen Grimm? Because I think I have something that belongs to him. And he opens up this bag and this bone hand pops out of it and immediately like flops to the ground and starts scurrying away. He's like, well, oh, fuck. That's one of the most fucked up things I have ever seen. I wanted to pet it. Well, then you have to chase it. It's moving very fast. And it scurries away. Daedalus looks at you guys like, so you guys want to fill me in? Nebula, who's coming in right behind him, kind of gave me a rundown, but I feel like you guys know more. And he gives you this really like... <laughs> this is why I don't visit people from my past. Okay, this is why I'm going to stop asking you direct questions because I know how you feel about them. Roy? Yeah? Come on, man. Give me something. I'm here to help. Uh, scary portals. Monsters coming out of them. Got it. Straight up. We killed some. Vanishing the unworthy. Got it. Yeah. That's my wheelhouse. Cool. I like that. Where's uh your other buddies? Where's, where's Bob? Where's Bruce? We split up as we were looking for Julie. We found Julie. I don't know where they are. But, yeah. All right, let's go find him. Back with Bruce and Bop. Get off my lawn. Go back on your own lawn. You just take your ass through that portal. You just turn your ass right around. And you just walk your ass right back over there. I regret to inform you that I simply cannot do that. These portals seem to have opened up, and ever since they've done that, I've felt my master, Lord Grimm, and I am going to find him. 19 for a grapple check. What? Sorry, 19 plus for a grapple check. He's gonna check. lift him. <laughs> Yeah. 
He rolled a 20. Oh. Fuck. It's very nimble. Very quick. Wow. Fucking nimbly away from you. <laughs> I got critted. God damn. No, he didn't roll a nat 20, but he rolled a 20. Oh, I rolled a 27 total. Okay. It's like, you know what? I think you should come with us for a little bit, a few questions. Well, as you say that, a bony hand just sort of scurries into the room and shoots down the hall and out the back door. And he looks at the hand and he goes, that's okay. I think I know where I'm going. So. I think you should definitely come with us. He tries to slap at your hand like, let go of me. Uh, Unhand me. Should I let him go or should I toss him into the hole? I think you should just lift him, Barry. Should just lift him with us. <laughs> All right. And Barry, just carrying this thing, follows the hand. Barry, lifting this fay, just continues to lift this fay. The description I will give you of him is he's a uh, good-looking man, pointed goatee, well-dressed, looks human except for he has gold eyes and a little antlers. What's a good word that I could use to not describe that every time? What do his legs look like? His legs look human. He's in tailor-made boots. I wanted him to be Mr. Tumnus. Nah, sorry. Do you ask him what to call him? <laughs> <laughs> I want a quick side note. You said prior to this, as you walked up to the portal, you were already holding Bop and the burning guy. Yes, they're no longer being held. Okay. Burning guy is just flopped on the ground, nursing his burns. I'll totally lift the burning guy. Unceremoniously drop them both to grab this man, who is swatting at you and saying, unhand me right now, or I will react with violence. I will react with non-violence. <laughs> wow, that is a way deeper threat coming from Bob. <laughs> Bold. I will move one hand to your neck, one hand to your ankles, and see what your insides look like if you result to violence. I am taking that as a threat, and I want you to know that while I do not want to fight you, I will. If you don't want to, then don't. Then let me go. Not happening. And Bruce continues to follow where the hand went. So he turns into mist in your hand. <laughs> And he pops up about 20 feet away from you, further toward the hand. And he draws from his side a rapier. Bruce draws from his pocket a big old wrinkly middle finger. <laughs> and Bob just looks around while holding the burn victim and goes, Sleep. Roll. Oh, yes. Roll those health points. I was really wondering how long it was going to take until he did that. Right. 51. In a vague Pavmavian response, Bruce's eyes, you know, get droopy for a second, and then he realizes he's not actually in the area of Bob's sleep aspect. <laughs> Pavmavian response. Oh, Bob's casting sleep. Must be me. Oh, oh, it's over there. Weird. Weird. He looks at you and he says, Ha, that petty spell doesn't... Are you alright? <laughs> As Bop falls asleep. And then Bop falls on his face. Question, does it sleep the hand? No. Uh, the hand is also left. <laughs> the hand's yeah, gone. Yeah, it's like gone. It's moving very quickly. Uh, I just wanted to see it flop over. No. Let's see if he can sleep a hand. I fall asleep. The burn victim falls asleep. Bruce is awake. Yeah, the burn victim falls asleep, Bop falls asleep, definitely Bop is out, and the unnamed fae man that you've met, who haven't introduced yourself to properly, you people have no manners. I didn't hit him with the pipe. I have the fae equivalent of a lead pipe. I didn't hit him with it. That was polite. Uh, he, he looks at you both, and he says, fantastic. He kind of turns on his heels and just starts stepping away very quickly after that hand. Well, now look what you've done. Bruce scoops up Bop and just throws him limply over his shoulder and, uh, and pursues the hand. Okay. Dylan and Roy, you guys, as you're moving back down to the main thing, out the window, you see Bop and Bruce chasing after this well-dressed man and the skeleton hand from what you can see. Bop ain't chasing shit. 
Yeah, but you see Bruce carrying Bop's limp form following this new character in the direction of the teacher's quarters. I must say, too, this new guy has quite the stride. He is just moving with purpose. Oh, yeah, very much. The mar- he's marching on very quickly. Like, he moves faster than y'all. Oh, doubt. Do you guys... Bear in mind, I am hasted. Actually, you might not be anymore. Yeah. You just knocked the bop out. I didn't. I didn't knock the bop out. Bop not the bop out. Bop bopped himself. Sleeping baby bop. Probably. It's probably over. It's definitely over. It's a concentration spell, so now that he's out, it's over anyway. What do you guys do when you see them taking off? Are we in the same area? You can jump out a window. Or just go downstairs and head that way. (laughs) What fun is that? I imagine Dylan would want to check on Julie. Yeah. Julie has been taken by Aegistratus to be out of this campus. Okay, we're good here. Further clarification, you technically see Barry lifting Bob. Yeah, you're right, because only Barry lifts. Barry lifts. I will say that out another window, so that Dylan is sure, he can see the students sort of milling their way out. We'll just say I spot Julie. Because you're in like a tower and there's a window on every side, and you can see that everyone has left. Well, that group of students. There may be others still around, but... I'm gonna call out to Julie and say, Julie, I saved him! You're welcome! (laughs) I don't know if it carries that far. So you guys follow... Bruce? You guys follow Bruce, right? Yeah. Cool. We go, hey, Daedalus. It is no longer difficult. Yeah. Hey, Daedalus. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. Okay. Captain Holyman, you need to begin evacuations. You need to protect the civilians. You need to be the big bad hero. Can you do that? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I came here to do. Okay, I want you to smite anything. Wait, 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 wait. Are you telling me how to smite, bro? No, I'm telling you how to fire the gun. No, 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 no. You're telling me how to fire my gun. I got this. He, like, pulls out his pistol crossbows, and he fires them at you. And he's like, of all the things that I'm good at, it's this. Fire stuff at me? Yeah. (laughs) Finger crossbows. You said pistol crossbows. Pistol crossbows. You finger crossbows. No, no, Jesus no, it's, Christ. it's too late to retcon. Hang on, I'll roll damage. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2d20, like, right? one thing I know how to do is shoot. Pow! You get hit by two pistol crossbows. All right, that's, uh, Shit, I got my wires crossed. <laughs> he, rolled a, he rolled a 12 and a 19 to hit. Sorry, Randall. That's, uh... Don't worry. Hey, whoa, whoa. Don't worry. Those are crossbows of healing. Yeah, absolutely. You healed for another they do damage, four damage. And then they heal. <laughs> Basically, Anna from Overwatch. Moving forward, you yeah. and Daedalus and your portal buddy, Nebula, Nebula, move toward the master's quarters. And Nebula is kind of looking around. He shuts the portal to Feywild down as you guys leave. He finds the one in the greenhouse. Does Avil say anything about that? If you ask her, she says, it's probably for best right now. My business is here. I do not need to go home. All right. I need to heal, but I don't need to be home. That's Grimm's problem. And, <laughs> in fact, I hope he shuts it down. I want him to. Fuck Grimm. Oof. Hachoo! That's odd. And you guys end up at the front of the thing, but they've disappeared inside. Bruce, you find the claw and this new character clawing at this stone door that is down a few passages in the master's quarters. And he's just clawing at this weird stone door with runes on it, just scrabbling at it and trying to open it up. And this new character is just sort of looking at it and reading the runes. And he's starting to touch his fingers in a couple of spots and do some things. A slap in the back of the head. Just open hand. Just an interrupting slap. I uh, don't speak magic, but I'm pretty sure that says, uh, keep the fuck out. This new character is Michael Fassbender from Prometheus. He just fucking keeps hitting the alien shit to open it. It says, keep in, actually. And if you touch me again, I will kill you. And he touches the thing, and then he looks down at the hand, and he's like, can you press that one, please? And the thing looks, gives it a thumbs up, a little wave, and then pokes a rune, and the door starts to light up and kind of just melt away. And Mr. Grimm... You are doing what? Hello. (laughs) 
I swivel in this chair that probably, I don't even know why it swivels, but it swivels. It's a well-made old chair. It's got swivel. And there I am with the saucer balanced on my wrist and the teacup in my hand. Right as I was about to take another sip out of my eye socket. Fucking finally. (laughs) Please tell me we walk up at this. Yeah, I think you do. Mr. Grimm, it is of note that you see Bruce behind your cohort with his giant... No, it's Bruce, because he has the giant silver rod in both hands in uh, a loaded baseball swing. Well, I mean, it's Barry, because you're still the half-work, correct? As appearances. Yes. Okay. I know exactly who it is. He, he's Bruce because he's not lifting. He's Bruce because he's about to brain a dude with a pipe. And on the other side, your hand immediately scurries up your leg and reattaches it to your stump. Because as we've established, your bones always try to go back together, given enough time. And on the other side of the door, the, the man bows as Lord Grimm, I humbly ask you, where have you been and can I kill this man? Okay, this guy is the FNG, so he needs to learn a few things. The only one allowed to kill each other is us, alright? You don't get that fucking prize here at the end of the rainbow yet. You gotta earn that shit. Right, Roy? Correct. Yeah, he's got dibs on killing me. Yeah, even he knows. Grim, I'm a splat of this guy unless you got something compelling to say. I let them squabble a bit, and then... Evan, it is about time you come to find me. How long... Does it take you to get here? I got here by accident weeks ago. I learned what weeks are. I finish my cup of tea in my eye and I literally throw it towards all of them. <laughs> he casually moves his shoulder out of the way of the flying cup and he weathers this tirade like he's heard it all before. Kind of looks at the sky. He's like, deeply apologize, my lord. I came here as quickly and as efficiently as I could. Circumstances have finally allowed for my help to come. Anyway, uh, let's get you home, yes? Let's! Also, I don't care if you kill him. In fact, as he's in the baseball pose, because I can see it's, like, about to unwind, I just cast hold person. You better make that wisdom save, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Evan and Bruce. (laughs) Thirteen. You didn't make it. I know. I add three to wisdom, but I've never rolled above a ten for a wisdom check. Mm. Alright. I think I've rolled a ten on every wisdom check, in fact. It's weird now. Um So should should I tell him, Roy, or do you want the honor about their uh going home thing? <sighs> I'll let you do it. Okay. So they uh we were we were killing a Varrock who was pretty dope. He exploded ahead. It was kind of awesome. And uh, after we did, uh, Dalis showed up with a couple mages, and it was really cool. And then they closed the door to the Feywild, and there's no more an exit for you guys. So You see Grimm's skull light up with the brightest flash of these fucking symbols you've ever heard. His eyes glow so deeply that it's like beams of light shining out of his fucking head. And he goes, What? <laughs> Does he spit his tea out of his eye? <laughs> He's already digested Gross. the tea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Dylan and Roy, I imagine, just look at each other for a second. We look at the frozen body of Bruce and we look at it like, Well, yeah, I mean... I don't know why you got yourself locked up. You probably could have just walked out. Uh, it's quite disappointing. <laughs> Rice shrugs. Dylan shrugs. <laughs> Lord Grimm, you have tea on your clothes. <sighs> Excuse us, we're going to go find another portal. Um. Everything stops glowing. I take a deep breath. I'll figure it out. Now, if you'll excuse me, you idiots, I'm leaving. Could be worse. And as I start to walk out, I go, fuck! (laughs) I turn around and go, I'm stuck with you fools. Evan, we have to stay. Aw. How long does whole person last? No, friends. It's a concentration. 
Okay. I flared up, but as long as I'm still like, I'm holding it. I'm holding it. No, that's cool. I didn't know if it was a concentration or a duration. Yeah. It's been around. You can make another save unless he drops it. Now, I'm going to let you make uh, attempt at another save. 18. Okay, then you make it. All right. So Bruce comes uh, out of it. What does Bruce do? Throw his stick at Grim. All right. Do I get a save there? <laughs> you fleshless wanker! Yeah, that'd be an attack roll. Oh, it's an armor class roll. You just call him a wanker? A fleshless wanker, yes. <laughs> Holy shit. That's 23 to hit. Fuck, I guess... That's gonna hit him. Yeah, you hit me. Shit. Daedalus turns to Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Um, What's up, buddy? Do we get involved? No, you... Oh, duck. And I bring him down. <laughs> As the stick goes flying over, then I bring him back up. There you go, bud. Thanks, bud. And because Bruce was in the baseball swing position, he just sort of, for the swing, just brings it down and hurls it. Getting some nice, like, lateral spin going in there. Roy just looks up as it flies past him. Whiffs over. It hits me right in the spine, but, like, spins around my body, and then fucking flops down, and I go, You bastard. So you attack Lord Grimm, and Evan's sword is now in your face. There's a flaming dagger to the back of Evan's neck, and I go, Listen here, motherfucker, I gotta kill him first. I got that, dibs. Lord Grimm, why why don't you just cast Circle of Death? Uh, Kill all of these people so they're not in our way. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want it to smell like cookies again. There seems to have been a complication in my travels here. I can't cast Circle of Death. I don't follow. Grapple check of 14. Why is this happening? <laughs> Damn. Okay. You grab what? Him or the sword? I grab him with one hand, the sword with the other, and I'm just going to try to pull the sword out of his hand. Roll strength. Fucking two. <laughs> wow. Okay, you do not get the sword out of his hand. I mean, I add to that, but I don't feel that it matters. He retaliates because you don't get it out of his hand, and he hits you for d6. Take six damage. Unhand me! I introduce him to the ground. <laughs> introduce him politely no you sure yes you unmannerly ruffian unhand me and oh fine and bruce just slams him into the ground uh gentleman skeleton mr grim sir yes um i can't stop the goliath dick waggling but can you stop your underlings dick waggling so he can move on <laughs> nine damage okay Bruce goes to pick up a stick. I'll have you know that Evan is reacting in the exact way he has been taught to react. And with that being said, it took me a while to get him to be this mean. Do you understand? He was a human like you weaklings. Now he's got real grit. Oh my god. If y'all are going to keep attacking either Grim or Evan... Y'all are going to need to roll initiative. I'm going to mumble something under my breath and then sheath the dagger and then... Yeah, I'm about to ice Bruce's stick to the ground if he doesn't stop. <laughs> His stick or... Both. It's at this point that you realize that this isn't uh, an establishing of... Packing order. Yeah, it's not really what it is because you can feel menace coming off of Bruce. And Evan has come up in a roll at full combat stance. And Bruce and Evan for sure need to roll initiative if anybody else is going to get involved. I'm going to step in the middle of them and say, listen here, motherfuckers. You're going to need to roll initiative, though. Yeah. Six. Not 20. All right. You will go ahead of him. So you can do that. I'm rolling a persuasion to talk to Bruce. And I'm just saying, hey, Bruce, now's not the time. We can deal with this later. We need to worry about everybody else in the school, please. And that is an 18. That is the response. Oh. Okay. Bruce, he picks up a stick, and he turns to face Roy, and for a moment, you feel like you're going to get clubbed. And then he turns to face Grimm, and for a moment, you're pretty sure Grimm's going to get clubbed. And then he turns to face basically everyone in the room, and you're not sure if anyone's going to get clubbed. Uh, I just put a hand on his arm. Bruce, he sort of like cocks down his arm. And he just, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Evan stands in front of everyone. He looks at Bruce. He looks at Lord Grimm. He looks at everyone else, and he does a sort of mental calculation with the new knowledge that Lord Grimm can't just kill everyone. <laughs> and he is still standing with his weapon out, but he is not attacking. I look over at Evan and I just nod at him. He's looking at Lord Grimm at this point. With my nat 20 initiative, I'm just gonna fucking look and go, Dude, you're gonna get yourself killed, your lord killed, hell, you're gonna get someone- You're probably gonna get me killed, can you stop? Roll persuasion. 16 total. Lord Grimm? After he says that, I go, Worry not. Human, we're not so easy to kill. But we do have bigger fish to fry, as it were. Sheath your sword. It's time to go. He does so immediately. Weird flex, but alright. Disappointing. Oh, if anyone knows how disappointing it is, it is me. But there's a mantle here. Maybe even here, here. A mantle? Yes, the final mantle is here. Will we see a lot of resistance in getting it back? I'm uncertain. So far, I've seen a lot of resistance in almost everything I've done. So I can't expect easier. As we're talking about the mantle, I just whistle nonchalantly. As he begins to whistle nonchalantly, my gaze slowly creaks towards him. And then I go, that's right. What's up, Dad? You've been withholding some information. Glad you said information, because there is a lot of things I'm not withholding. Is the mantle here? You know what's funny? I can't tell if warmer or colder is better for you. <laughs> I'm going to answer you how I answered many a questions back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Sure. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so Evan starts rooting around in his bag. He's like, I believe I brought the thumb screws, Lord. Do you need them? I do. I most certainly do. Oh. Nebula speaks up because you hear a weird noise. It sounds like fabric tearing, but not. It's the best description I can give you is a sheet of fabric like 10 inches thick being torn asunder. Not that big. <laughs> thick. Oh, she thick. Oh, she thick. She thick, though. And you hear it outside and Nebula is like, we have problems. Your petty squabbles can ha wait. And he runs out of the hallway. Okay, first of all, our petty squabbles can never wait. Does he not know us? Petty squabbles? Bruce moves to leave the room, Barry lifts Bop again, and Bruce leaves to follow Nebula. I follow. Evan speaks to Lord Grimm as you guys are the last to leave. He's like, you are traveling with a rude bunch of people. Oh, believe me, I know. I have tried to leave them behind at literally every given turn. It's almost like a figure is keeping you with them. Some godlike thing is forcing you in their path. Don't look at the fourth wall. Don't look at the fourth wall. <laughs> be really weird because I have to turn my eyeballs in the back of my head. Yeah, you're going to strain something for sure. <laughs> it would seem as though there's some unseen force forcing me to interact with these fools. It's bothersome to say the very, very least. As you guys get to the front, you find that a humongous rift has opened and there is just... A thousand, like, dark, shadowy things crawling and scratching, trying to get out. And you see Nebula standing in front of it, and he is trying to close it, but this is the biggest rift you've seen. Shadowy dark things? Can I roll to notice to tell what they are? Yeah, you can try. Meanwhile, uh, he turns his back as he's trying to close this, and he yells at you, Get away. I don't think I can close this one. 18. You know that this is likely... Well, that's the weird thing about this portal. It seems to not be one thing in particular. You can see on the other side that things are actually killing each other in their scrabble to get out. It almost seems like this portal is a funnel from other places. Like, a lot of things that aren't from the same plane are all trying to get out of the same hole. Oh, so it's kind of like a, 
a sigil portal to a certain extent. Like, it's the center of everything, and things are all meeting and melding there. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know this convention center. Yeah, and he turns and he yells at you to run as things start crawling out and he starts to get swarmed over. And he pulls out a glass sphere, says a spell, and breaks it. And you see a giant beam of light shoot up and hit the ceiling. And then a giant dome starts to form over the campus. And he says, keep them contained as he is swallowed up by this mass of things. And you lose Nebula to sight. I draw my dagger. (sighs) I stand there. As it all soaks in, uh, I hate this plane. I recall Kenton's rapier. Anybody who has Arcana can roll right now to see what spell he cast. I got this. Sure. Or see what he's done. Uh, 16 total. 18. Y'all gotta beat Dylan. His backstory is he's bad at this. Like... I rolled an 8. 18 total, bud. I gotta say, why did Dylan drop out? (laughs) Gambling. 18 total. Y'all and Mullion have so much in common. Okay. (laughs) 22, there you go. You wanted a good roll, I got it. I wasted my re-roll of the day for that. You all roll high enough. You understand that he didn't cast an abjuration spell. He didn't create a, a bubble to keep everything in. He did what he does best, which is... He made a pocket plane. Y'all are in a giant... Thunderdome. ...pocket. He has tried to trap everything going on in here in one location. But you also know the ramifications that this place already has pocket planes in it. You can't put a pocket in a pocket. Everybody needs to roll a reflex save who has a bag of holding. Oh, I don't have a bag of fucking holding. I do. Roy does. Bruce does. Yeah, we all got one from Bloodbath and Beyond. Yep, that's the bag that they put the goods in. I've never been to Bloodbath and Beyond. 20 total. A what save? Dex. Oh, your boy made that. (laughs) 18. Alright, so you guys are standing in front of the Master's Center as your bags of holding all erupt. What? Fuck me! There's too many extra planar pockets stacked up on each other. All the gear... I believe there's a boat. My canoe. Yeah, all your stuff just sort of explodes in your faces. Everyone who didn't succeed at a save is going to take D10 damage. What did we need to save? Um, Deck. Guys. You need to roll just a 12. Oh. Sorry. Then we're good? Yeah, it's a deck save. I rolled an 18. Okay. Yeah, I rolled an 18 as well. Everybody rolled high enough? Okay, well, you take no damage, but the giant wall of crap that is in your bags just sort of piles up in the doorway and shuts you off from what just happened. Let me list off a couple things, though, real quick. Yeah, please. I would love to hear it. My 16 plus 1 bolts, my 60 regular bolts, my 26 daggers. These are just things in the bag of holding. Mm-hmm. There's a boat. In my 12-foot boat. What else? In my 10-foot pole. Mm-hmm. My 25-foot ladder. Yeah. And my portable ram. Yeah, you can blame Dylan for the majority of this. <laughs> yeah. I hoard. Wait, wait. Oh, yeah. I know Mitch has got a good one, too. Bruce's bag of holding explodes. Out of it flies a sledgehammer, a bedroll, a mess kit, an ink pen, and his fancy 10-foot stick. Because he just carries the other stuff on him. He hardly uses it. <laughs> I lose... Some daggers, my short bow, some arrows, all my thieves' tools, and uh, my beads of force that I've got left. I mean, they're not lost. They're there. Yeah, they're right in front of me, but they're not in my bag. And apparently, my pet mouse, and I say, oh, my mouse! You have a mouse? <laughs> he has a mouse this whole time. He, he took the urchin back. Let me tell you what else you have, Roy. You have two things that are not in your inventory. At least two. You should really keep your inventory better. That tiny ram that rams things, the ram of rams... That shit's in there. The portable ram. Yeah. Do I have that? I swear I don't have that. I guess I just never wrote it down. You have it because I distinctly remember you going, I'll take it. I just got a mount. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> oh yeah. I completely forgot about Please that. Please verify who has what because I liked that thing and I want to see it used. I cried a little inside. I gave you the magic wall that couldn't be unlocked and y'all found a different way through. Yeah, you guys need to make choices though because some of those things ain't going with you, but you guys can grab. Also, the hunter's helper should be in there. <laughs> oh yeah, your gift. Oh wait, my pickaxe goes flying, my shovel goes flying. <laughs> oh shit, guys, the thunderstone goes flying. <laughs> oh Jesus, everybody roll a con save. Dylan's bag explodes, nearly kills everyone. Bruce's bag just like sputters out three things. It just sort of clatter on the floor. <laughs> my con is uh fourteen. I think I just pass. Are we really rolling con saves? Oh yeah, no, a thunderstone went off. It got thrown. It's gonna hit something. It's gonna go off. <laughs> There's a wall of projectiles lying towards those enemies, though. Jesus, fuck! Oh, absolutely. You are safe from the enemy at the moment. Five. Who does the thunderstone hit? Me. Everybody, it's a radius. No, no, I mean, who does it hit? Oh, I rolled a nat 20. <laughs> so, whoever I want. Yeah, I got the stats up. It's a DC 14 con save. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I made it. Everybody is deafened, except for Mitch. Bruce gives no fucks about your Thunderstone. Bruce rolls a nat 20. I'm gonna say it even goes off on Bruce's chest. <laughs> Thunderstone hits Bruce's plate mail, goes off, and Bruce goes, Huh? What? I'm already deaf. <laughs> Fuck, that was 25 gold! That's a shame. Oh wait, I'm rich. Everybody who failed that roll is now deafened for a little while, but, uh... And blind. Everybody who succeeded at the Arcana check understands now that you are now in an extra planar pocket. It's a sloppy one, because it shouldn't have done that to your stuff, but it is a big one. And as that goes off, I would say y'all hear, but I'm going to describe it anyway for anyone else. Yeah, since I can't hear. Yeah. <laughs> Bruce hears it. Tell me what Bruce and Barry hear. Bruce and Barry, and Dylan. after that goes off, you hear a rumbling, shaking sound that sounds like stones grating on stone, and it's coming from the direction of the tower, which you know is a giant extra planar space. Oh no. Hit the dirt! Can I feel it, even though I can't hear it? Yes. I tackle Roy. The ground, like, shakes. There's an earthquake. When I feel the rumblies uh, on my feet, and after knowing where I was, and what's going on with the extra planar space, having seen before I got, or having still being able to see, actually, I'm just deafened. So I No, feel it's it. blind and deaf. It's a thunderstone. It doesn't say it's a lightning stone. It's a thunderstone that does blind and deafen. Oh, does it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a flashbang. Yeah. Straight up a flashbang grenade. Well, fuck it. Wait, if Jeff gets hit by a thunderstone, can he still drink tea? Yes. <laughs> he can only not drink tea if he casts prestigitation to change his eye socket. I'm just saying, if he can't use his eyes... He doesn't have eyes. He doesn't have eyes. Can he still drink tea? I don't have eyes. I mean, technically, like, even the whole being blinded thing kind of sucks. Everything's rumbling. I know where I came from. I understand the whole thing. Is Did Evan make his save? Did Daedalus. Oh, with flying colors. Evan made just one long stride backward to get away from everything, and then when he saw the stone flying at Bruce and just went, put his hands in his ears, and now he's fine. He rolled two 19s on his saves. Fantastic. And Daedalus as well? Oh, Daedalus. So many NPCs. Daedalus, <laughs> on the flip side, rolled a nat one. He is in the pile of stuff. And deaf as fuck. He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> Dalus is a paladin, correct? Yes. We would have gotten his charisma modifier bonus to our saves. Nah, he rolled that one. You didn't get that. He rolled so badly that it fucked his all. It's so bad. He just rolled that one. It's so bad. Daedalus, in true Daedalus fashion, kind of drops the ball at key moments. <laughs> the dice tell his story, and his story is not always fantastic. So, Evan made the save. I know I'm blinded, and I know we need to move. I, I snap. I put my hand out, and I go... Lead us away from that crumbling building, knowing that that is exactly what's going to be happening somewhere around me, because I feel it, because I know that it's an extra planar space, because I was in it. Mm-hmm. I grab Roy and start running. Where? Away from the fucking tower. Okay. That's another blinded and deafened. 
Mm-hmm. How long does that last? Deafen for one minute. Oh, shit. Yep. Dude. Bruce can grab everyone and run. In fact, that would be way more in canon. <laughs> Bruce heard everything. Bruce sees everything. Bruce is capable of doing what you just said. Dylan picks me up and Bruce picks up Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Evan just puts his hand on Grim's shoulder and says, this way, my lord. Perfect. And I follow along. And he kicks Daedalus. And he's like, figure it out. <laughs> Bruce, who currently has a bop over one shoulder. I was going to bring that up. Barry lifts Daedalus and throws him over his other shoulder. Daedalus is not having the best day he's had. Oh, Daedalus is now vomiting because there's something else wrong with Daedalus right now. Oh. Bruce grabs his sledgehammer and his silver stick and he will later mourn the loss of his bedroll and his ink pen and the five or six other things that he doesn't have time to pick up. What about your fucking magic pole? You're going to leave your magic pole behind? Fuck you guys, I'm coming back for my four speeds. Check your encumbrance levels because it matters. Take what you can. Some of you weren't carrying that much as far as weight, so it's not really an issue. As Roy goes, he apparently can't pick up anything, so... I feel attacked by that inventory thing. Daedalus's pouch also had a lot of shit in it. Several potions, in fact. We have to leave this place in rapid egress, right? I'm understanding that correctly. You can't... Because didn't we just step out of the building that's exploding? You're not in the exploding building. You're in the Master's Course, which is a separate building. But also had a... No. Well, it has... Uh, there's a small extra-dimensional space. But we're not in the exploding... But okay. Yeah. Well, there was a small one, and it doesn't necessarily need to explode, but it probably did. But you aren't next to that one anymore, because you went to the front door. Okay, okay. I thought we were in the exploding building. Well, I mean, around here you're seeing a lot of extra-dimensional spaces. It's possible that there are a lot of extra-dimensional spaces in this building. The one you've seen was really just a room, which means that room probably exploded, so there might be a chunk of... Somewhere that's fucked up. <laughs> tea kettle. But Dylan, you know, this place isn't like the tower. The teachers live here, so there's plenty of magic around, but the tower was special. Hall, ass, tower, boom, run. <laughs> as far as you're aware, the tower can have anywhere from seven to maybe 15 stories, because you're not even sure you've seen them all. Run, boom, ow, run. Yeah, we're leaving. I was already pretty on top of it. Evan can see perfectly. We're moving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a minute later, you guys find yourself away from everything, and uh, Daedalus is just just puking his guts up. He's like, oh, God, there's so much evil. Lost my bucket. <laughs> Bruce yanks on his leg. Quit that shit. <laughs> You're puking on my bits. I'm sorry, Bruce. Bruce just grabs him by the leg and holds him out to the side as he walks. And just holds Daedalus upside down until he's done puking. Eventually, whether or not he gets control of himself or he just has nothing left to puke, he does kind of chill and his, everyone's vision comes back and he's like, you can, you can put me down. I look over at puking Daedalus and I go, you know, I actually kind of like you, but God, you're gutless. Put it together. Uh, Grim, I don't know if you can say he's gutless. He just left his guts all over my back. And my shoe. He is never more accurate than right now. Well, then, then he's more As gutless. As we're all running, I just look over at Dylan and I say, did you get my mouse? Yeah, of course. We're gone. All I care about is the mouse, my beads, and the ram. I got you, boy. Okay. You left your bow behind. Fuck yeah, you did. I don't think we need it right now. We can come back. <laughs> <laughs> if we live. Yeah. Well, you guys are walking, moving through this building. Wouldn't say walking. Striding quickly, but you guys don't really know your way around, so it's not like you can... I do. Master's quarters, less so. You can lead the way, but I'm going to say that this is not a place that students are typically allowed. I thought we left the master's quarters. You need to find a different exit. What? All our stuff is in the way. We have to go somewhere else. Can you see, Lord Grimm? Yes, I can finally see again. Thank you, Evan. How are things back in Fae? Honestly, they're not good. The Raven King is is gone. Likely dead. The King of Autumn is back. Earl King has taken back. 
And it seems very much like we are, at least our court is, is definitely losing out in this, in this battle. Summer is doing very well, but not so much fall. That is unfortunate. Uh, I... Are you talking quiet enough that Avil cannot hear? Yes, of course. We're separate. We're either way in front of or way behind. It doesn't matter. When I'm talking to Evan... They're trailing behind. I... I'm bothered by this. The loss of status is unfortunate. Not what worries me. Well, it used to be all that you cared about, Lord Grimm. What's, what's new? What's changed? Seeing how the world is falling down is what's changed. I mean, it's been a while since I've been home, but... Is it... a... global catastrophe? It seems that way. I... Uh, I think it's starting here. But it's... it's without doubt affecting everything in time. The fact that there's even this level of effect in one place is a bad thing. So it's true that the Feywild and the mortal plane are that connected? Yes, this is true. So if things start going badly here, they will go, well, they will go badly in Fey. Worse? They're already bad. Yes, well, the, the badness in Fey is undoubtedly a large part of this. Also, the traveling between worlds. For you, it may not be as big an effect. You are you are transplanted in the first place. Your kind can travel freely betwixt the planes more easily than mine. I'm not so certain of that nowadays, my lord. It is yes. quite possible that if I die here, I will just go home. If it's quite possible that if you die here, you're dead. I... Oh. I had been banished once from this plane. I sensed you. Yes. Only my soul made it back to Fae. That, that, that was when I started looking for you. That was where I began. Yes, well, apparently I'm a native of this plane now. According to a large paladin. Evan looks at you, and he's like, Oh, does that suck? Yes. Really? Egregiously. Really? That I, I had no idea that that could be a problem for you. Evan, your cattiness is not appreciated. He stands up straight again. He's like, my apologies, Lord. You're right. Ah, look, this place is making me weak. I just conceded to you being right. So you guys are in a one-story building. You know that it is the headmaster's quarters if you've been here before, and it is, it's spaced out. The headmaster's have big bedrooms, basically, but it's sort of like the kids' dorms, but for the teachers. And it's also kind of weirdly, like the hallways just don't make a lot of sense. It's like they built wings on this thing as they needed them. And so you don't know where the back entrance is. You may have been through the front once, but you're not welcome here as a student. So your knowledge is super sketchy about which way to go, which gives you guys a lot of time to talk. Daedalus gets himself together as you guys are trying to find the back exit. Dylan believes he knows where he's going, so he's been more or less leading the way. We still have Bop over his shoulder, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just so that we're... Could you just explain to me why we don't go through the extra planar room that's a giant hole now? That we know where it because is? Because it's in the center of the building. It's still indoors. It's a hole in the building. I didn't know it was in the center of the building. I didn't. Yeah, it's in the center of the building. You guys pass it on your way by, and it is just sort of blown out that section of the building. Like, it was a room that was essentially in a wall, and that wall wasn't a load-bearing wall inside. In fact, when you get there, that section is collapsed. It caused a minor problem with that, so you actually have to take a different path out. So do we no longer hear the grinding collapse of stone on stone as the main tower does whatever it's doing? You don't know if it collapsed. It's an ambiguous noise. The sound has stopped. Yeah, the sound has stopped. Whatever was happening is done happening. Yeah. So we've either lived or died from that already. You, Bruce, and Evan heard whatever that noise was happening. It was over within that minute. Dylan, do you know where we're going? Uh, sure, why not? Let's keep moving. <laughs> uh, fuck. Okay. Shit. 
Yeah, I, I've never... Daedalus has gathered himself back together, and he kind of looks at everybody. He's like, Dylan, Bruce, Roy. Nope. What? Stop for one second. Yeah. Okay. And then what? I am only summoned in positions of crisis. You guys need to take stock of your situation before we move forward. Obviously, the tower hasn't crushed us, which is good news. We are currently trapped in what I'm guessing is an extraplanar space filled with demons. I want to make sure that everyone is okay. Is Bop all right? He's been unconscious since I've been here. He uh, hit himself with sleep and uh, may have bumped his head on something when we were moving through stuff. Bop. Sweet, sweet karma. He says, set Bop down immediately. I need to get him back on his feet. Dylan, do you know where we're going? Uh, that's what I was starting to think. Yeah, um, I know that door doesn't go anywhere because I just opened it. Dylan, your call to action is remarkable, and I commend you for that. But when you don't know what you're doing, please tell us. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, I can second that. <laughs> I believe in a lot of luck. That's fair. You also believe in doing the right thing. I think you would have made a good paladin in another life. You know, I thought about doing that, but Vesper apparently doesn't accept men. Newman might. And Roy. Yeah. How's that mouse? He's good. Good. I'm good. Mostly feeling kind of weak. Not hurt, but weak. Yeah. Um, I can't do anything for that. I'm sorry. That's unfortunate. Avil says, just let me digest this brock and I'll get back to you. Noted. Give me a minute. What? I'll take first watch. And, uh, Daedalus, do you think you could, uh, clean some of your vomit out of, uh, some wounds? That'd be, uh, that'd be great. Gross. I think you need to talk to any other person, because... No, I don't, I don't have prestigitation. I got you. <laughs> Daedalus that's better. Let's take this moment of relative safety to get back into fighting shape. Because I'm going to level with you guys. We might be fucked. In the wise words of the Prophet McLean, welcome to the party, pal. and thank you again for following us on our journey through another episode of Torchlit Tavern. You've listened all the way to Arc 3, we hope. If not, you can always go back and catch up on what you've missed. First of all, myself and the rest of the members of the Torchlit Tavern would like to say thank you to everyone who listens to us. We love telling our stories, we love your engagement, and we love to entertain you guys, so thank you. Don't forget that if you do enjoy our podcast, please like us, rate us well, Share us. Tell your friends about us. We have no designs on any grand empire, but we do like telling our story, and we'd like to share that with as many people as possible. And you, our beloved listeners, are the gateway through which we can do that. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, we can be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or your preferred podcasting service. If you want to engage and find a little bit of extra interaction with the Torchlit Tavern, you can search Torchlit Tavern on Facebook or Twitter. And we have established a Patreon at patreon.com slash torchlittavern. If you'd like to go that little extra mile for us, you can do so there, and we will kick back to you with monthly content updates. This could be anything from narrative expansions, world lore, or even just an insight into the characters of the world themselves. And last but not least, if you want to chat with, compliment, or ridicule one of our lovely players, you can find us at the following locations. All right. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. You can find me, Jameson Oxford, at something something master on Twitter. And you can find me, Ryan, a.k.a. Roy, at Ryan SCB Santos on Twitter. 
And I'm Randall, and if you want, you can follow my uh, inactive Twitter account <laughs> at Argo Omega, or you can just look at the Facebook, and I'll be there. This is Jeff, still playing the Jello Man Skeleton himself. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter that I never use at big underscore J underscore the bad man. You know, I think maybe I should have my own Twitter. You shut up. It's not time for this things. God. You can definitely find me at the Torchlit Facebook. I'll be there. No, I'll be there. Somebody will be there. And thanks for tuning in. Fuck you, warlock. <laughs>